1: Hey everybody, this week's episode of the R Show is brought to you by Fun Again Games. And hello, Ruel. How you doing, man? Hello, Richard. How's it going? Uh, It's going okay. It's going okay. Uh, Some folks may know that while you might be watching this on YouTube, uh, years in the future, we stream this live on January twenty-fifth. And oh my goodness, did we go through some trials and tribulations to get it up and running? But so far, so good. I think things are going fine, and uh, we've got a very, very good show for you today. I'm really, really keen on the subject matter. Um, Every every month, one of our shows is actually sponsored by Fun Again Games. Uh, a great online retailer, and whenever we do these shows, we tend to focus on, hey, what's all the really cool new stuff that's coming out? It's kind of our version of the What's New and Hot show. This month, though, we decided to go the opposite direction. Um, we're bargain hunting today because it's our top 10 combined games under $20. And um, one of the reasons I decided to do this is because Funnigan Games has just started offering um, free continental U.S. shipping for orders that are over 99 bucks. So we thought, hey, what a good time to come up with a bunch of great games to you know, either pad out an order that you're trying to get over that 99 or make an entire order out of these games. I mean, you could get 10 games and free shipping if you like the 10 we're about to talk about. So we agreed. Right. This seems like a really cool subject matter. And plus, it's kind of anti what we've done before. Let's just focus on the little stuff. Let's find some really good savings. I have no idea what you've got. You have no
0: idea what I've got. But are you ready to go? Oh yeah, I am absolutely ready to go. And I just want to say real quick that this subject, uh, again, I was super hyped about this t- um, top ten as well because this one hits close to home. I am a bargain hunter <laughs> in real life and uh, not just for games, but for other things. And it really reminds me of when I first got into the hobby, you know, because I was like overwhelmed by how many games were there. I wanted everything, but I could only afford so many. So I would look for sales. I would look uh, try to buy used games or I'd trade games. So this one, I I think you know we've been able to. Well, we'll, we'll see if we've been able to narrow it down to some uh, ten real. great titles that you can get for cheap yep
1: and, folks, you have to pay attention because not only are we talking about some games we really believe in, um, but we are also trying to give you the cash to be able to buy these games because our sponsor, Funding Games, is going to be offering a $50 online gift certificate that you can use. Uh, that includes covering shipping if you don't quite hit that $99 threshold. And to win, here's what you got to do, folks. You need to be watching for the secret word. Let's go on ahead and update with the secret word, which is troubleshooting. That's the secret Trouble word. Shooting.
0: Why do people care about this, Ruel? The reason why you got to care about it, folks, when you hear one of us say the word troubleshooting, you are going to note what game we're talking about Mm -hmm. and enter the name of the game into an email uh, to contest at rattle.com, and you will be entered into a contest to win that $50 uh, gift card from our friends at Fun Again Games.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, And so you'll have to listen hard. We're just going to kind of work it into casual conversation. But remember, when you hear the word, Note the name, send the name of the game to contest at Roto.com, and we will be good to go. Um Right, so anything else or are we ready to go? So how was this how was making this list for you? I thought this, it was gonna be really, is- really hard, but I mean the only hard thing was was narrowing it down. I was in a hard time yeah. finding them,
0: but I Same. Same. I was was really concerned. I was like, okay, are there games that, you know, because $20, I mean, that's a pretty low uh, Mm -hmm. price point, right? Because a lot of the games that I know we both enjoy are going to be way over that, but... I, I I found the same thing. I found dozens of games I could have easily put on this list, and it was like, okay, what am I going to narrow down to my ten? Yeah. And then from there, we each take five. So it was it, it was we had a, a plentiful uh, a bounty of uh, twenty dollar games at least on my end. So um, I'm I'm excited to find out what we have on our combined list. Here.
1: Yeah, it was tough. I mean, there were a couple of games that were like at twenty one. I'm like, am I going to cheat? I yeah. really want to put this on the list. But nope, nope, nope. <laughs> twenty is the hard line. And below twenty. So there's there's several. 19.97s, of course, as you yeah. might expect. But uh, yep. yeah, I, I, and also another thing, I don't know about you, but I, I've been trying to avoid, you know, this is like, what, the sixth episode of uh, Games We Buy Now that we've done. Right. And I was trying, I mean, we've talked about a lot of low-cost games, you know, and amazing deals that are on
0: the store. I was trying to find new stuff that wasn't just repeating what we've already talked about. Were you the same? Right. Yeah, definitely the same because you know um, there's again there's just so many games out there we can highlight. uh, You know why just keep highlighting the same ones? No, there's plenty of great games there. Let's take a look at some ones we may not have talked about in the past or we may not have highlighted. Let's let's uh, give them a little love. Then let's do that. Let's get going. Um, Are you number ten? I believe. I believe I am. Yeah. So uh, just kick things right off the bat here. My number ten is Mm -hmm. number ten is Mystery of the Temples. Have you played this game, Rob? Yes, Robo?
1: I have. I believe. Oh, I, hold on a second. I'm trying to remember if I have. I will take a look at it and I will actually okay. show it to yeah. folks as well. Uh, yeah. Browser. I... Here we are. Mystery of the Temple. Yeah. 1995, as promised. And yep. right um, oh, there's no gameplay are... pictures of this one, unfortunately. But, oh, okay. Right. But tell well, me about it. Tell me about
0: it. You know, jaw primary. Yeah, so from designer Wei Min Ling, who you may know from a game called Walking in Burano. (gasps) Um, This one reminds me of a Tiny Epic game right the tiny epic series where there's they are tiny boxes but they have a ton of game mm-hmm. in them and this one is a set collection and area control game it sort of reminds me almost like a rondelle you're going to set up cards that go in a circle and on your turn you're going to move on that circle you jump over your opponents and then you're going to eventually land on somewhere where you can either try to break a curse or you can collect gems that will help you break those curses mm. and those are worth points and now as you collect the so it's set collection's heart, but you know, the person that um, or the player that has the uh, the crystals that are needed to break a curse, they they're going to place them in a specific order on their grid card. So the grid card's like, okay, and I need to have a yellow one here in this uh, space. I need a blue one here in that space. That's how you're going to break the uh, the curses which will eventually get you the victory points. I think I thought this was a clever game, totally underrated. Um, for 1995, it's a ton of game for that price point. It's it's so affordable, and you know I know you like Rondels. This isn't strictly a Rondel where you get different actions, but you right. do go around in that circle and try to uh, you know try to time it just right where you know you pass over your opponents and you can get the crystals that you want to break the curses. Um, Mystery of Temples. Uh, you know, great designer, and I just think it's a wonderful game for that price point. Uh, that's, why it's my, uh, the, that's why it's our number 10 on our yes. list of top games. That is a great start because now.
1: honestly, you had me at the designer's name, Wei Min Ling. Oh my yes. gosh, this person is something that the industry needs to be watching because walking in Burano and walking in Provence are both phenomenal games. Really, really good stuff. And so now, I don't think I have played Mystery of the Temples. I played a couple of other ones uh, that came out at the same yeah. time from Emperors 4. Oh, by the way, so let me just go back to the browser, because not everybody realizes this. Uh, everybody looks at the logo for the publisher of Mystery of the Temples, and they think, oh, it's Emperors 4, right? Let me zoom in on that a little bit. Because it looks like Mm -hmm. that. I've actually spoken with them. They actually call themselves... Everybody thinks it's Emperor S4. It's Emperor's Four. That is their official name. They just capitalized the S to confuse everybody and make it think it's Emperor S4 when it's Emperor's Four. Because it was started by four Four. emperors. You know, four friends who actually uh, kicked it off. So, just FYI. So, that's just a little bit of board game trivia. But that's neither here nor there. Wei Min Ling as... Uh, yeah this re- you just really rocked this up i totally missed this i definitely want to try it because the walking in games are so absolutely fantastic and so that's yeah. a very good number 10 for the list but not as good as our number nine uh of course that's how countdowns Ooh, work obviously number <laughs> nine on the list is the grizzled oh, oh yeah goodness. now yes. have you yes. played the grizzled Aruel? I have I, I suspect have, you have yes. yeah I think most people have this is such a brilliant brilliant imperfect communication cooperation game set in the trenches of World War 1 where you know the bonds of friendship are tested to uh, the extremes and it may sound like a really grim and dour uh, game because I mean, heck, you're trying to survive mustard gas attacks and all kinds of stuff and stress, um, you know, and just not getting killed. But it's really interesting. The presentation of this game, uh, you know, it has this very light, cartoony aesthetic and it largely abstracts out the horror and just lets you focus on um, the. Uh, it, it's not quite Hanabi ish, but it is a game where you have a hand of cards and everybody has to play cards out to a, a common. Uh, line, it represents your battle line on the board. And what happens is, I can't tell you what cards are in my hand. You can't tell me what cards are in your hand. But we have to kind of intuit, right, if I play this card, um, am I going to put Ruel in a situation where he has to withdraw? Because if you play too many of a given thing, if there's too much freezing rain, if there's too much snow, if there's too many bullets, if, um, you know, or whatever it might be, uh, it can cause us to bust and fail a mission. So, um, you know, we're always trying to figure out, okay, well there's 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 already one snow I can put a second snow out there and then as soon as I do that rolls like no that's what I was going to play, and I don't want to bust us. Can I play something else? Because what we have to do as a group is get rid of all these cards. And every round where we're not getting rid of cards, it makes us take more cards into our hand. And so it's a very tricky, puzzly game. Um, really, really smart. Uh, I mean, I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, oh, also, uh, the, uh, you know, there, there's kind of a sad story behind it, too. Uh, the art is from uh, a French artist, uh, Tignus, who was actually killed, if I recall correctly, in the Charlie Hebo attacks. Yep. Um. You know, yeah. and and this game came out right around the same time, and this game became an ode to him. So, uh, you know, and yeah. it's it, it, it's 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 you know, this is a game all about fighting for peace, and uh, you know, and and the central message here, uh, because you will get through this not by fighting better, but by. Working with your comrades better. Literal, um, you can give... In, there's an option to give inspirational speeches to your teammates. Um, you are It's the bonds of friendship that will keep you alive. And it's a beautiful story told in the darkest of circumstances, but you come out feeling empowered. And that's a really tricky thing to pull off for a game like this. Now, there is one thing I will say. The default rules for the Grizzled are not so great as a two-player game. It's definitely one you want to play at a higher player count. But Grizzled... At Your Orders Expansion introduced a new variant that, uh, you don't need to buy At Your Orders. You just have to download the rules for At Your Orders. And if you play with that variant, the two-player for Grizzled using the Rookie, there's a third character everybody has to take care of, it's brilliant. Uh, you know, one of the best co-op experiences I've, you know, I've had in years. So everything oh, about wow. the Grizzled, especially if you just, you don't have to buy, you just have to download the rules for the Grizzled At Your Order expansion, which of course is free, off of uh, cool or Not's website or off of Board Game Geek. you will get a phenomenal cooperative experience that is very very memorable, very challenging works at all player counts. I hit the wrong button. I meant to come back here and that was Hi. my number nine, the grizzled. I'm falling <laughs> apart, man.
0: I I love this game. Uh, I, you know, what really surprised me the the times that I played it, and you hit upon this, It for a, a card game, it's super thematic. Yes. I mean, the fact that you can give inspirational speeches, and it really is about that, you know, band of brothers, you know, uh, type, you know, war experience. And yeah. it, it's really... It was more emotional than I thought it would be. You know, I just figured we'd just be playing cards, but no, it's it's so good and it's hard. Like I don't, I played it a couple of times. I think I've only won once, uh, barely, uh, with the group that I, that I played with. So a wonderful game. I cannot. Yeah, that's a great call. I cannot recommend it highly enough, folks. Great call for the Grizzle. That's right. our number nine. That's number uh, nine. Let's what move is on our, number eight? our number? Our number eight is going to be. Let me press the button here game called oh my goods oh that makes me happy oh good I'm glad because I was gonna ask I was gonna say did you know you could have an Alexander Fister game for 15 bucks <laughs> you probably would have said no Ruel you're crazy but there it is an Alexander Fister uh game oh my goods <laughs> I mean goodness gracious this is a fun game that you don't have a copy so I'll probably have to be taking advantage of this um of uh, this oh, price yeah. as well um this is a, a friend of mine he always brings us to game night um you know before the before pandemic and somehow some way we'd always find a way to play it um it's a, a game of um you're building you're just constructing buildings and you're you know uh, using these multi-use cards which are neat you can use them for either resources or the buildings you're actually going to construct yeah and you have two phases where you go into this like cool little push your luck mm-hmm. element right uh, i think it's the sun phase and the moon phase or day and night or something like that where you're just like oh can i get enough you know a brick or coal or whatever it is and then sometimes you'll bust but of course you you know you'll have a little uh compensation for that and uh it's basically a race to building eight buildings um but i just love that tension of you know the little push your luck and then do i have enough um resources to build the building i want because you're going to give up some buildings to get those resources and so forth i just think it's a wonderful game i have not played it enough unfortunately i've only played it maybe a uh, handful of times, four, four or five times. But I know you've, uh, you. I am assuming you're a fan of this. I'm, game, a, huge I'm a huge fan. i know you huge fan of Alexander Fyter.
1: And this is a great little game. And in fact, I mean, if you play it and you really like it, there are a couple of really excellent expansions for it as well. Right. Uh, You know, um, uh, Revolt in Longsdale and then Escape to Canyonbrook, I think? Uh, I might be wrong about those. And they just make the game even richer and more interesting. Plus, they're an interesting fertile ground where Alexander Fisher was testing out his ideas of, hey, how can I have a Euro that I introduce narrative theme and campaign play to? Even though these are all just little tiny boxes of cards. But yeah, that push-your-luck element with those multi-use cards. Those cards can be the the buildings, or they can be the fuel the buildings consume, or they could be the results that the buildings actually create, depending on how you use them. It's so clever. I, yeah, I'm i a yeah. big, big fan. It actually got made into a big box game called uh, Newdale. Or, like, New Escape Dale, to yeah. Newdale, or something like that? Um, something like it that, It takes yeah. the core idea, the engine building, goods conversion, production change, and then adds a board and a whole bunch of extra stuff. I'll be honest, between you and me, I kind of, if you, if you put both on the table, I'd probably just want to play Oh My Goods because it's
0: just so pure and just simple and to the metal. Yeah, that's, that's what I've heard too. I haven't played the board game version, but everyone that I've talked to, they, they prefer this uh, the card game version. So there it is, folks, for only 15 bucks. I mean, a fantastic game. That's our number mm-hmm. eight, Oh My Goods. Okay, cool, cool, cool.
1: Well, that was a good one. And let's move on now to number seven on the list, Rolling Realms. And now here's oh, the deal. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how it is that I'm actually talking about rolling realms. Because what we do before we actually film is we each come up with our own 10. We send them to a friend. The friend finds um you know overlaps between and sends us back. Okay, do this list. And um when it came back it was like, oh, rolling realms, well didn't pick rolling realms. How could this be? It is such a fantastic fantastic roll-and-write game. Um, in fact, you could almost go far as to say it is the ultimate roll-and-write game. Because in one box, basically when you play, it comes with a bunch of cards that represent different rules for different roll-and-write style games you could play. All based and themed after games from uh, Stonemeyer Games' back catalog. You know, you've got your Wingspan minigame. You've got your Scythe minigame. You've got your Viticulture minigame. You've got your Stone. You're between two castles and whatnot. And every time you play you're going to get a, a different combination of these, and they're running simultaneously. So, when you're playing this, it's like you're playing three independent roll and rights at the same time that are constantly shifting up. And what's also really, really cool is over time, StoneMire Games and the fans of these games, if you go to BoardGameGeek and go to the forums for this, people are constantly developing new um, card designs to add even more variability and playability. And StoneMire has actually started releasing these as bonus promo packs. Like, I know there's a Terra Mystica. A game you can now play yeah. in the rolling realms universe and stuff like that so the, first of all i it, it'd be kind of hard not to put at least one or two rolling rights on a list of games because rolling rights are they're just a box and a bunch of cards and sometimes some writing utensils they're the ultimate you know low-cost production so of course they're going to be cheap and i and there are a bunch of rolling rights i could have put on but then when i saw rolling realms was here and it's like all rolling rights all rolled into one box it was just a no-brainer which is why it comes in at number seven rolling realms
0: yes and uh confession i had this on my short list and i was gonna put it in but i was like you know i have a feeling you were gonna uh, seriously yeah that's why i left it off the Um, more we do this show the more i think we're starting to you know you know synchronize our our, our, our brain waves yeah Yeah. but yeah rolling realms i i cannot uh, recommend it highly enough you know you're right it's it, it could be the ultimate rolling right it's immediately ranked in my top three rolling rights of all time how could it not it may be number one I mean, yeah, they're it may all good. One. They're,
1: every one, its a yeah. miracle of design yeah. that every one of these it mini is. games is on its own good.
0: And then you combine yeah.
1: them all and it creates different circumstances. It's really impressive. Yeah,
0: it's fantastic. And by the way, uh, folks watching, um, you know, uh, we actually did an RVR show where we played against each other. Yes, and you can go back and check out that video and play along because it's mm-hmm. one of those things. We roll the dice and you just mark it on your score sheet as well. So yeah. it's a wonderful experience. Yeah, and you and, and uh, actually uh,
1: hit yeah. that eye in the top right corner screen to go check out the show notes to go watch that run through after you're done with this, of course. Uh, because you don't of even course. have to buy the game. Um, there'll be links in the show notes of our original video where you can go download like low ink versions of the uh, player cards and then you can play along and decide for yourself if it's worth the 15.99
0: that's right yeah um yeah so let's move on with our list here we're going to move on to number six, so what's number six and our number six is battle line yeah yeah of course it is. i of had course to go it is I had to find something with the Good Doctor. Reiner Canizio, <laughs> one of my favorite designers, the Good Doctor. Uh, this is a game that was actually, uh, it's a redo of a game called Shotten uh, Totten, yes. which I have. I don't have the Battle Line version. This is the GMT oh, really? version, which is, Yeah, I I have shot in time. I love it. Michelle and I enjoy this. Uh, It's a classic for a reason. This game's over 20 years old. It still hits Mm -hmm. hard today, folks. I love playing this game. It's a two player game. Uh, You have nine cards in the middle, which are nine like flags or areas or battles that you want to control. And to do that, you and I are going to take turns playing cards in our hand. There are different numbers, different suits, and you're basically building three. Po- a three I poker or three card poker hands you know you could have the three of a kind you can have a straight you can have flush which is all the same suit and then whoever has the higher uh, will earn that uh, card in the middle and all you have to do is be the first to win five cards or be the first to win three adjacent cards yeah it's a absolutely wonderful game. Michelle and I, um, we haven't played it recently, but we really go through phases where we play a bunch, a uh, bunch of this at the same time. Yeah, you know, uh, you can play it multiple times in a session. They also have tactic cards that yes. add like special abilities that you can play with as well. I love I love everything about this game. It's It actually reminds me a little bit of another classic with Canizia's um, uh, Lost Cities, where you're playing cards where you don't know exactly what's coming up. Like, okay, I'm going to play this card. I'm hoping I'll get another one so I can complete my straight. Because you only have seven cards at a time. You play one, draw one. Again, it's a masterpiece in design by a fantastic designer. That's why it's our number six, Battle Line uh, by Reiner Canizia.
1: I completely agree. The reason I didn't consider putting it on my list is only because this game like few before it or after it, does my head in so bad. Uh, I, really? I just I just curl up and into a little puddle of goo, and like, I don't know what to do! Because, I mean, what is it? Is it nine different area control games that are going yes. on simultaneously? I think it's nine yes. along this battle line. And no matter what I do, no matter how clever I think I am, Jen is just always five steps ahead of me. And it's... <laughs> Ah, but oh yeah it's brilliant and i'm you know one of the most well-loved and highly respected modern board game designs of all time a lot of people would say that it's reiner canizia's masterpiece and that's saying something because that man has a lot of masterpieces to his name he
0: does yeah he does if you're an athlete you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down after all a team is only as good as its weakest link Okay, let's move on to number five. Okay, well, let's forget about
1: all those golden oldie moldies that you're going for. (laughs) Let's uh, talk about a relatively new, fresh, hot designer, Scott Alms, with Tiny Epic Galaxies Blast Off.
0: Oh, Did you not see that it was there? Did you miss it? I I saw it, but... I did not. I, it was on my short list, but it didn't make my, my my personal list. But I'm so glad you put it on here. Yep. I love Scott Alms. Yes,
1: as do I. And, you know, and Scott Alms, uh, um, he's done many many great design things. But obviously, he is best known for the Tiny Epic series, a series of games from publisher Gamelin Games, where you 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 squeeze a a big game experience into a tiny little box. Now that's regular Tiny Epic. Tiny Epic Blast Off is taking the Epic. Um, tiny box of uh, of the original Tiny Epic Galaxy, and saying, "Hold my beer! I'm going to squeeze everything from that box into literally a pack of cards, and it's amazing. Uh, it's I mean, it does not compromise on the Tiny Epic Galaxy experience, but is the ultimate portable. And really, I mean, Tiny Epic Galaxies is a great game. Many people, rightly, I think, consider it to be the zenith, uh, the zenith of the Tiny Epic series of games. Uh, it is a you could almost say it's kind of a little miniature 4X game, right? Because you're uh, exploring yeah. new planets, come up, you're exploiting them, you're um, you're exterminating. You're not really exterminating so much, but you're racing players to get control yeah. of the planets. And um, yeah, it's all driven by dice, and you roll those dice. They're really cool custom dice. Uh, you're trying to get the right faces to do the right actions, whether you're trying to you know fly around, um, you know, from uh, solar system to solar system, or you know get more control, or generate stuff, or just control. control the dice. And another important thing about this game too is there's no downtime because after I roll my dice, the choices I make affect everybody. This is one of those, hey, it's one player's turn, but everybody gets a little piece of what they're doing. And It's brilliant, so well loved, and uh, you know the uh, interesting. The original Tiny Epic Galaxies is too expensive to be on this list, but Blast Off, which again fits in a box that's not much bigger than a deck of fifty-two playing cards, a Bicycle card deck, uh, but it does not compromise or scrimp on the original experience at all is amazing to me. So, if you've never actually played Tiny Epic Galaxies, this is the time to check it out. Uh, You know, Blast Off, I I think it was a no-brainer. As soon as I saw that in the card game section, I was like, oh yeah, I totally have to put this on the list. How could, I mean, I own Tiny Epic Galaxies. If I didn't, I would be ordering this today because Tiny Epic Galaxies or Blast Off is phenomenal.
0: And that was number five. Oof. Yeah, I, I, I love Tiny Epic Galaxies And, you know, my favorite part of that game Is that follow mechanism, right? Yes. When you do something, everyone else has the option to follow I think that's a genius um, part of the design Scott Adams has used that Not only in Tiny Epic Galaxies and Blast Up, But also in Quest And also his actually big game, Heroes of Air Land, and Sea Or Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea That big 4X months just monster <laughs> game Where you could you know, you know can follow uh, Other players that are actually I, I really like that And Tiny Epic Galaxies Blast Off, I have a copy It's wonderful it's for fifty. Oh, you do bucks you have blast of off or do you have the original? I, do. I have the original, I have the original expansion, and I have blast off. You a, cannot I'm get ahead. enough of Tag. I cannot get enough, yeah. So great great call. So that's right. our number five, Tiny Epic Gal- Galaxies Blastoff. Uh let's move on to our uh, number four, which I'll um put on here right now. Yeah. Number four yeah. is Floriferous. Yes. So, uh, Floriferous is a set collection game um, set in a garden. Uh, this is a game from Eduardo Baroff and um, Steve Finn from Pencil First Games. Beautiful, beautiful pre- presentation. One of the prettiest games you'll have out there. You're basically walking in a garden collecting and arranging flowers. That's it, yeah. And that's what I love. What that's why I love what Pencil First is doing. They're doing these like uncommon themes, right? They've had Herbaceous, which is you know about uh, gardening uh, and herbs. They've done Whatnot Cabinet, which is about collecting curios at a beach and uh, you know little things for your Whatnot Cabinet. And now this is another one that is an absolute winner, uh, Floriferous. You just move along the garden here. You take a card and you're doing a bunch of different types of set collection. You want flowers, you want different colors of flowers, you want same sets of colors, there's bugs on them, you wanna collect the bugs, and as you go along, you're either gonna go on uh, a certain row, and that eliminates the choices for your opponents, but they can go, they can take a spot, it's King Domino style turn order, so if they go higher, they're gonna go first on the next turn, which may affect your choice. So, I love this game, I loved it from the get go, Mm -hmm. it has a solo variant, which uh, works well. Um, it plays up to four players, and that's why it's our number four floriferous. Yeah.
1: Speaking of that solo variant, I know you recently just streamed a live solo play of this that folks can go check out on your channel right now if they want to see it in action. Because oh yeah, it's gorgeous. Uh, it's got that King Domino draft, but it like takes it to the next level. It does more with King Domino draft yep. than King Domino ever did. And set Brilliant. collection for days. So many different ways you can score points. Yeah. Just and you know, I mean, I think it actually says on the box tile, this is a game to relax and it is. It's is an incredibly relaxing game. Just so chill it is. and lovely.
0: It- It it really is. It's chill, lovely, and, you know, it's not like you're blocked from anything. You'll never get blocked or anything like that. But it does give that nice, interesting decision every turn where, like, okay, do I want to go first next turn or do I give that up um, in order to let them score and I go uh, second or third or fourth on my next turn? Right. That's why we love it. That's our number four, Floriferous. Okay. But
1: we're not done yet, folks. The savings continue uh, because my number three is Café. Man, I love oh. this game. This uh, this is this is one that's kind of flown under the radar. I think maybe not as many yeah. people have heard about this one. I don't know. Have you actually played Cafe? Ruel? I, I've I've heard about it. I've not played it, so I'm interested. I yeah, let's, uh, let's and, and actually I may be cheating a little bit because this I found this one in the Ding and Dent section. So, but it is 16.99. If you don't mind a little yeah. cosmetic damage on the outside of your box, they promise all the innards will still be fine. But it's so worth it. It's worth the 24.99 too. Uh, this is a really interesting beast because. Uh, there 's been a fairly um, there 's been kind of an explosion of a particular type of card game over the last few years i don 't really know what to call them exactly it 's card stacking where your cards have little grids on them with different icons on them and you 're drafting the cards you 're getting the cards however you 're getting the cards you 're then on your turn placing them in a uh, in a field in front of you, covering up some cards with uh, things burying cards underneath other cards. And in this game, I mean, so there's a lot of games that do this. Uh, Do it very, very well. But Cafe, for my money, might be the best one that's come out to date. Because most of these games just rely on, oh look, you're trying to make this landscape, get the right things in the right place so you can score points. Here, you are trying to make a landscape, get the right things in the right place so that you can run an engine. This is an engine builder game at its heart. This does so much more than any of its competition. Like, we talked about earlier, um, Walking in Provence, or or Hanging Gardens, or Valdoran Gardens, or, I mean, there's a bunch of games that do this, but this one, it's only half of the game, is getting the right card, and getting them, um, so that you can create, like, you know, this little uh, layout that's on the screen right here, because then, every round, you run your stuff. uh, you're, You're trying to have beans exposed, because those represent places you can harvest the different color of beans, but then you have to have factories exposed, where you can process them, and then you have to have shops that will actually sell them. And in a perfect world, you want to have all these things, so you can have like a super efficient engine, they're like, okay, I'm gonna harvest these, I'm gonna put them over here. Boom, we're gonna have huge sales. I win lots of points. But somehow it never works that way because the design of the cards themselves is so devious that to get this super powerful cafe on, there's no way I can do this without completely cutting off half of my production facility. It's the only place I can put this. Am I gonna take all my production offline so I can finally sell? Maybe. Uh you know, this game offers so much stuff and it's just constantly pushing you um, you know, to the limit. Uh, Uh, You're really troubleshooting all the different ways that you can break things but then repair them after the fact because nobody else is going to save you. If you have to take something offline to put this other thing in, you might not get a chance to bring that online again. And the game is over pretty quick. It's a half hour quick game. It's a ton of fun and um, I just can't recommend it enough. If you've ever played any of these style of games, but you felt like, I want something a little bit more than just putting the cards and arranging them, that's what this game does. And it doesn't really
0: brilliantly it's number three on the list cafe wow i am wholly interested in this you're talking about uh the way you play the cards and everything i've recently gotten into a bunch of button shy games and they do that yes like in sprawlopolis yes and i i enjoy that i really enjoy the experience but the fact that this can be an engine builder and there's more to it Sold, my friend. Yeah, I I love it. Yeah, I would, that's I, I mean yeah, totally Sprawlopolis
1: and um oh what's the other one? Uh circle the wagons from button those are other I mean yeah. I, there's so many of these this it, it, the, the mechanism is so cool. Pa- I, I like yeah. calling it like card patching because it's like I'm patchworking all these cards together. You know, and some of them Great go on to the top, terms. some of them go on the bottom. But in all these other yeah. games, she's like, oh, just get the things together. Here, that's just the beginning. And then there's the whole it. rest of
0: the game, which puts it
1: head and shoulders above everybody else.
0: Great call, great call. All right, what's okay. number two? That's number three. Let's move on to our number two uh, coming up right now. This is an all-time favorite of mine. I absolutely love this game. Number two is... Um, yeah? Yeah? Uh, I'm just uh, holding out for the suspense, folks. Ah! Number two. Is it killing you yet, the suspense? Oh! There it is. Okay, that was worth the wait. Yeah, Targi. Uh, now is it Targi or Targi? I I don't know. I, I don't know. I if don't, you RG know what? Or... It has
1: never occurred to me to ask, and I'm a kind of embarrassed.
0: I don't know. Is yeah. it Targi or Targi? I don't know either. As much as I love this game, I don't. I am going to call it Targi, folks. I have never heard uh, anybody
1: call it Targi ever. The the the, the yeah publishers.
0: yeah. Okay, there it is. Uh, then we'll go with Targi. It's a wonderful game. Like even if it wasn't. Like le- less than twenty dollars, it's worth so much more. It's a worker placement gem. I'm a mm-hmm. big worker placement fan. This one is oh, such a big hit. Um, I always when I it's a, it's two player game and it's a rock solid forty five to sixty minute game. It's not it's not a light game, folks. For what it looks like, uh, it's got this really unique spin on worker placement where yeah. you and your opponent take turns placing on this outer grid of cards. And then the intersection of where your workers are is going to give you another worker placement spot uh, within the grid. Yeah. And so all the cards are different abilities, or it's like set collection. Oh, God. Um, and when you take the workers off, that's when you do the action. But you get to choose when you want to take it. So you can sort of, um, you know, sort of mess with your opponent by not really blocking them, but just, uh, the, you know, uh, you want to do it the optimal uh, way. You you want to, you know, use your workers, which is great. Um, you get points for, you know, different uh, sets that you collect. You can collect, you know, uh, cards that have, like, a uh, an oasis on them. I, I, I forget the theme. It's – it's you're you are um, – We're in the – de- we're restart. nomadic
1: desert tribes. Nomadic um, desert you know, tribes, we're, yes. Yeah, we're trying to harvest the resources we need to survive and thrive. Thank and like you, you said, the, the yeah. trick of it, you know, you get your worker placement on the outskirts. You get something. But at the end of the round, when everybody triangulates and you get those big, powerful things in the center of the desert yeah.
0: – oh man, this is... That's when it really comes together. Yeah, the, this game, and you're just, you know, you have, I think it's 16 total that you go around. I believe around so, yes. And, yeah, and then, and, and each corner, there's gonna be, a, like, the robber comes along. And it's gonna mess with you. So yeah. you have to have enough resources or else you're gonna lose victory points. I, th- this game, it was an insta-hit for me. And I, you know, it, it's just, it's a wonderful game. Uh, worker play, if I had, you know, now that I think about it, if I had to choose one worker placement game, I mean, This could be it. I mean, because it's so streamlined, it's, it's so compact. If I had very limited shelf space, this is the one I would pick. Um, it's, it's wonderful, and that's I, why it's our number two target. I cannot
1: fault you at all. Here's the deal. That ge- this game has made my top ten worker placement games of all time. Even oh, though nice. you know, going yeah, up against your Agricolas and your really big uh, things, yeah. like this. Yeah. it's just such a simple, little, unassuming game, but it is so rich and dip, or d- deep and yeah. rich. I mean, it will give yeah. you gameplay for years. You will not tire of it because of the random layout of the board and the order of the cards come available. It's just about perfection. And I am yeah. kicking myself. Right. I don't know how I missed that. I,
0: oh. Was it really? I mean, did you cheat? Yeah. What was the price on it? No. It might have. uh, It was uh, fifteen ninety nine. Fifteen ninety nine. It's It's
1: right there. It should have been on my list. I do not know understand how I missed that because it would totally. It it probably would have been my number one, quite frankly, and I
0: completely missed it uh, last night when I was going through finding stuff. Actually, might have been. You know how you know how you did the thing where you looked under card games. It might have been under card games. I did the same thing. I looked under card games Ah. and I was like, Targy, what is that? But of course, I, I had to pick it. Yeah. And, um, you know, with our separate list, we each have 10 and then we filter them into this combined list. Th- this was on my list, number one. I, yes. I just, it's such a great game. Such a fantastic
1: Retroactively, game. it would have been uh, my number two because there is still one that I would ultimately, in the end, rank higher Ooh. than Tardy. Okay. Uh, so the number one uh, best cost-conscious game you could buy right now that I certainly would if I was just trying to get over that hump and, uh, you know, get that free shipping, my number one would be jump drive.
0: Oh my, I totally missed this. I did not. See Are you this. serious? The- yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Okay, I totally yeah. missed oh, yeah. I mean, I think I this missed it. First, game. I just
1: went through all games. And then kind of on a whim, I said, okay, that was a lot of stuff. I found a lot of good things. But let me go on ahead and just search by card. And I did find some stuff that I didn't see just under board games. Yeah. Um, and I'm so... I mean, if I had missed this, if I i, I would shame myself off the show uh, because this <laughs> is one of the greatest modern card games of all time. Yeah, Battle yeah. Line is nice. Yeah, Kenichia. It's a classic and all that. But Seven Ways to Sunday, I would want to play Jump Drive over anything else. This is basically from designer Tom Lehman, and it's him taking the more rich, robust gameplay of Race for the Galaxies, which many people consider to be the greatest modern card game, period, hands down. A lot of people make that argument. It's a fair argument to make. This takes that core idea and strips it down into a super fast, streamlined, 15-minute game where you are just building up your space empire with super speed and efficiency, trying to grab all the space points as you can. And just like Race for the Galaxies before, I think my favorite thing about this entire series of games. Race for the Galaxy, Roll for the Galaxy, Jump Drive, and um, what's the board game version? It's uh, oh,
0: New gosh. Frontiers, I, just... I think. New Frontiers. Yeah, New
1: yes. Frontiers. The thing I love about all these games, more than the gameplay, um, you know, is the fact that at the end, I always feel like a really interesting you know, space opera story has been told. My my empire started out one way, but then I had to pivot because these were the cards I ended up getting. And Jen and I can always tell, yeah, yeah, we start out really militaristic, but then once we took this one planet, we changed our ways and became inter- intergalactic entertainers, making, um you know, TV shows about all of our old war exploits because we used to have a propaganda wing. And, you know, I mean, I, I just love that this game... It's so simple. It's so fast. And the gameplay itself is brilliant. This is, uh, like Race for the Galaxy 4, one of those things where I've got a handful of cards. Um, To play this card, which is very important to me, I have to jettison a certain number of cards. I don't want to jettison any of these cards. They're all great. So I'm always sacrificing awesome stuff to hopefully pick the most awesome thing based on how the game is going to evolve. It's fast. It's super quick. I think it generally only lasts for like five rounds because the escalation, the acceleration of this game is through the roof unlike anything else uh, that I can think of except for also from Tom Lehman, The City. This game, if you've ever played his card game, The City, this is The City combined with Race for the Galaxy and it is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful baby. And, uh, it is my, our number one, uh, uh, from our top 10 under 20 jump drive.
0: Wow. That I can't believe I missed it. And I, I mean, I'll tell you what I'm going to say for me personally, Targi one jump drive one, a really, okay. Well then that's,
1: well, I, I can say this because my wife is in the other room. You complete me, sir. That's uh, <laughs> That is far out. We we had, had no me at jump preparation, drive. <laughs> no
0: advanced planning of this. Um, yeah, that is jump so drive cool. is fantastic. Yep. Yeah, I, I I love that tension. Uh, every round, it's like I want to keep this card, but I need to I need to dump it so I can play another card. You know, I has to be. You know, it, it just I love that about the game. And again, the city uh, does uh, the similar thing. But great choice. And all these games. I mean, I love all these games we talked about. And they're all $20 or less. I, I mean, know. And we're not again, done, not by the way. I not to sound like a salesman, but these are great deals. They are. You know? And we're not
1: done. Because um, if you're seeing this on YouTube, at one point, we actually recorded this live uh, stream to an audience of about 100 folks on Twitch. And before and after the main show that you just watched, we have a pre-show and we have a post-show. One of the things we do in the post-show is we talk about our others. uh, each of us have five more that didn't make the list. So folks who are watching live right now are going to be able to see it. If you want to see that, folks, even if you didn't catch us live, you can catch um, the extended part in the um, R&R show Extended Edition. There's a link for it up there in the top right corner of the screen. It's longer. It had a bunch of stuff up at the top. It'll have a bunch of stuff at the end. But you can hear about 10 more games. My number 10 through 6 and Ruel's number 10 through 6. Where maybe I think we might have some more overlaps and stuff like that. But... Um, that there, there's even more, and like I said, I mean, I could have easily done twenty of these easy. I could have, found, I probably found thirty games yeah. that I could have talked about today. Um, it was tough, yeah. yeah. But so many uh, great choices. Yep. Yeah, thank you. In closing, one last question, folks: Did you hear somebody say troubleshooting? Was there any troubleshooting uh, to be had? Uh, if so, you know what to do: send an email to contest at with the name of the game. That where that was being troubleshooted uh, in the subject, and you will be entered to win a fifty dollar gift certificate for Fun Again Games. And hey, that means uh, with that you could buy two and a half of these games. Um, uh, give or take. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. And um, let's see. I think I think that's it, right? Have we finished the show?
0: And are we ready to we, keep we, on going for the live in the post show? Yeah, we've talked about the ten uh, games, and uh, we've done the contest. And good luck, everybody. Remember troubleshooting is the word go back and if you missed it go back and yep. listen somebody and said it you, at some point someone said it yep and yeah. believe me and then that's it. a hard word to just casually walk into conversation right <laughs> um
1: but anyway the drawing for that will be held on february 1st 2022 so if you're seeing this on february 2nd 2022 or later don't worry you don't have to bother um you, you missed your window but good luck everybody and uh, we'll see you all again next week uh well you have yeah. any closing words for the folks
0: Closing words, no. Uh well spend that money wisely. We've given you a lot of reasons to spend wisely here. There's yes. a lot of great games at great prices, and uh beyond that I just wanna say play more games, folks. Yep. Yep. Thank you everybody for
1: watching. Thank you, well, for like I said, completing me. Got a got a little uh jerry mcguire up in here um you you you, you had me at targi and, um, and i had you at jump drive <laughs> apparently so exactly thanks everybody and also thanks to our sponsor fun again games have a nice day everybody talk to you later so long Uh bye bye